What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Planet Today. It's Monday, May 30th, 2022. I'm your host, Matt Norton, here by myself today. Nick is still in Italy, and no one wants to listen to a 30-minute podcast on a holiday, so we figured this is the perfect time to try out a solo episode. And now, time for the show. Here on the planet today, we cover the latest in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy with two episodes every week coming your way, Monday and Friday. Rate and review the show wherever you can, because it really does help us a lot. And you can also help us out by checking out our sponsor, Vala Alta. Vala Alta's Everyday Handkerchief is a high-performance daily-use handkerchief designed to help minimize your impact. Made in the United States from sustainably sourced Irish linen, capturing the material's historic craftsmanship and natural antimicrobial properties, handkerchiefs perfectly balance softness with durability and absorbency with rapid drying. Ideal for functional use in all settings, from the outdoors to routine encounters, their small and lightweight design makes one a must-carry for wherever life takes you. Build your own bundles from limited edition colors at valaalta.co and save 15% with code TPT at checkout. That's V-A-L-A-A-L-T-A dot co and code TPT. All right, time for today's show. We have two stories for you on the agenda, and the first one comes from The Guardian, where a study revealed the carbon bombs set to trigger catastrophic climate breakdown. Carbon bombs, they sound scary, and that's mostly because they are, but more importantly, They are a bet against humanity and a way to preserve profits, which is a pretty sketchy business tactic, just to put it lightly. Carbon bombs are the nickname given to oil and gas projects that would drive the climate past internationally agreed temperature limits and cause global catastrophic change. The details of these projects are hard to find, but The Guardian investigated this and found the following. The oil and gas industry is basically placing multi-billion dollar bets against our own ability to mitigate global warming, because the project investment would only pay off if we fail to reduce carbon emissions quickly. The industry wants to expand enough to create the equivalent of one decade of Chinese greenhouse gas emissions, which, as a reminder, China is the current world leader in air pollution per year. The investment is in 195 projects, which would create at least 1 billion tons of CO2 emissions over their lifetimes, which is equal to about 18 years of the current CO2 emissions worldwide. 60% of these projects have already started pumping, which is pretty alarming, and the dozen biggest oil companies in the world are on track to spend $103 million dollars per day until 2030 to exploit new fields of oil and gas that cannot be burned if global heating is to be limited well under 2 degrees Celsius. In other words, if we can't keep the temperature from rising 2 degrees, they will continue to make things worse by making more money through burning fossil fuels. Oh yeah, and they're the leading cause for why it will be hard to stay under 2 degrees of warming. So how significant is the fact that big oil is commissioning new projects? A report from the International Energy Agency last May said there could be no new oil or gas fields, 
or coal mines if the world was to reach net zero by 2050. It's worth noting that the IEA was previously seen as a conservative body, so even conservative publications are coming to grips with climate change being a legitimate threat. The carbon bomb projects are spread throughout the world with the majority in the United States, the Middle East, Russia, China, and Canada. The U.S. is the leader here with 22 carbon bombs through drilling and fracking. And to me, it's just frustrating because at the end of the day, they are choosing money over the planet. They're choosing money over people. And who's going to buy all of this oil and all of this gas if we don't have a livable planet? And how are you going to use that oil and gas if we don't have a livable planet? So for me, it just makes a lot more sense to say, I don't know, invest in things that are going to keep making you money like solar, like wind, like geothermal, like hydro, all of these renewable energy sources that don't destroy the planet. It's important to note that we can't switch to 100% renewables tomorrow, so now we just need to see if governments and companies are moving fast enough, probably not, or will move fast enough to make up for lost time, hopefully. Another thing that's important to note is how drilling for more fossil fuels does not solve immediate energy needs. These projects take years to start production, according to the IEA's executive director, Fatih Birol. If renewable energy projects also take time to start production and don't harm the planet, then why are we going to go for the ones that set us back? These new projects would lock us into producing fossil fuels and increasing greenhouse gases, and greenhouse gases can take decades to hundreds of years to dissipate from the atmosphere. It's not as simple as a short-term solution with a short-term impact. So what's the answer here? Government policies need to reflect the will of the people, and the will of the people here needs to say, enough fossil fuels. It was enough five, ten years ago. It is definitely enough now. All right, story number two. I recognize that not everyone is motivated by saving the planet because some people don't think it's a real issue, and I'm sure those aren't the people that are listening to this show. Um, Some people don't think this is a fixable problem, and some people think it's not our responsibility to fix this problem. What those people might be motivated by is the following story, so if that first one didn't really hit for you as one that you want to show your friends and family, get ready to share this next one. NPR published a study last week that found that eliminating fossil fuel air pollution in the United States would save around 50,000 lives every single year. Think about fossil fuel burning. The gas, the smog, and the smoke associated with burning them is not exactly the kind of air that you want to breathe in, and that's because the particles in the emissions can get deep into our lungs. For reference, all of the particles produced by fossil fuel burning is smaller than the width of each individual hair on your head. Those are going to impact your respiratory and your cardiac conditions, according to Professor Jonathan Patz of the University of Wisconsin-Madison, who's one of the lead authors for the study in this NPR article. Burning fossil fuels creates fine particulate pollution, and fossil fuels are the leading source of this kind of pollution in the United States. So eliminating fossil fuels has the long-term impact of mitigating climate change, but also the immediate impact of making people healthier by increasing air quality. The World Health Organization estimates that 1 million deaths worldwide would be avoided in just the first year that fossil fuels are eliminated. 
The US has better air quality than the global average, but this also varies from location to location. Communities that are closer to factories or power plants or highways are more likely to have lower air quality, and that unfortunately tends to impact lower income communities and communities of color at a higher rate due to redlining practices throughout early American history. You can check out our episode from March 18th, 2022, where Nick and I talked about this in depth as a quick hit story from the New York Times. You also have to factor in what air pollution does to our ecosystems as emissions get into the clouds and then into our water supply through the rain cycle. Think about what that's doing to our vegetation. Think about what that's doing to our animals. Then think about the fact that we eat a lot of plants and animals. So it's not like it's just air quality that's being impacted by fossil fuel air pollution. The list goes on and on as to why we should phase out fossil fuels as soon as possible, and the list for keeping them around or even ramping them up is as follows. Number one, some company executives are making a lot of money off of fossil fuels. Number two, some politicians are making a lot of money off of some company executives making a lot of money off of fossil fuels. That's it. That's the list. Get big money out of politics and get fossil fuels out of our energy grid. And hey, if you show this to someone who isn't interested in the planet and isn't interested in people, eliminating air pollution from fossil fuels would save $600 billion per year for the U.S. economy. Premature death and hospitalization are extremely expensive. And that'll do it for today's episode of TPT. Go share the show with one friend, please. I'll be back on Friday with recurring guest co-host CJ Bonafati for some quick hits. Make sure to follow us on our socials at Planet Today Pod for more TPT. For the Planet Today, I'm Matt Norton. See you on Friday.